This is JMJ Real Talk with Josh, Maria, and Jolene. All right. Welcome back. This is episode 23 of season one. And today we're going to be talking about love and healthy relationships. What is a relationship? A relationship is any type of connection with anyone. I mean, it could be to, you know, your partner, a friend, your pet, your pet, any type <laughs> of relationship. What do you consider a healthy relationship? Well, a healthy relationship definitely has to have trust and it has to have communication. And you have to be willing to communicate not just about the good things, but also the not so great things. But you have to be able to also do it in a way that I guess healthy. Instead of saying we need to talk. Yeah, that's probably not <laughs> the best way to start out a conversation if you want to be. So... We need to talk. Need to talk. Yeah. That automatically sends you into the emotional state. Oh, God, what did I do? Oh, my gosh. Wait. Oh, my gosh. Oh, where am I? Where am I? <laughs> so a healthy relationship doesn't have to be perfect. I mean, no relationship is going to be perfect. But like Jolene said, the key is communication and willing to communicate even when you're uncomfortable. Knowing that relationships are hard. Mm-hmm. You know, not just, you know, there's different types of relationships. There's friendships, intimate relationships, uh, family relationships, relationships between you and your students, those kinds of things. And all relationships are hard. And without certain aspects, like you were saying, communication and trust. Um, and I think positive intent, you can sabotage any relationship relationship. But if you focus on those pieces and bring them into your relationship, you're going to have a relationship that is built on a foundation of tr- of trust um, and, and that, that will help you to continue that relationship for a long time. And, you know, it's really hard because relationships take work. I mean, you work at them every day. And if you want to maintain them, I guess, I guess <laughs> if, you if you didn't want to maintain them, you can just like let them go. But I think I, I mean, I have a friend who doesn't live near me we were friends in college and it doesn't matter how much time has passed we still pick up where we where we left off and we can go years without talking with each other and then and then get together and then it's just like nothing has passed because we had such a healthy foundation to begin with that it's just so easy just to pick up where we left off what do you need to work on in order to have a healthy relationship to be willing to work on it i mean i think that's the the biggest key if if you want to keep that relationship the will to keep working on it and i think sometimes we we lose that sometimes with friends that don't feel the same way about you know oh i'm comfortable with we're picking up where we left off I, you know i make some friends that it takes work to keep the relationship going so definitely communication and the willingness to so if you went a couple years with some of your friends they would not be like (laughs) you're not my friend you're not my friend anymore you've (laughs) reached that limit for some people it's a couple hours yeah yeah i mean it's making sure that there's that balance of of a healthy communication level, like making sure that your needs are met in a friendship, but also working to meet the needs of somebody else. I think that when you start talking about any type of relationship, it's going from that I'm stuck on me to now there's more than one of us. And so I can't always be thinking about what's best for me. I have to keep my best interest in play, but I also have to make sure that I'm not doing it at the expense of somebody else. And I have to make sure that I'm showing them, hey, I care about you 
just as much as I care about me. And so I'm going to give and take a little bit so that this relationship's going to work. Relationships are built on trust and also compromise. A little give and take. Yeah, and I think the the thing that is hard sometimes is the trust piece because some oftentimes I feel like myself, like sometimes I don't trust myself to make very good decisions. And so that for me is huge, is building on that trust. And for, for me, I guess I also have a hard time that when you break that trust to get it back. I mean, it's really hard for you to get the trust back once you've broken it. You know, it's all that, that once bitten, twice shy. I think that the piece with trust is also trusting that people grow and change. Mm-hmm. You know, if we always held on to past relationships and we held on to past experiences and we didn't consciously choose to shift in, in a direction that is uh, help, helpful for our growth, we would stay where we were. But if we do consciously make that shift so that we can grow, we don't want somebody who we're in a relationship with to keep throwing that in our, throwing that in front of us. Like, you can't hold somebody accountable for something they did in the past if they haven't shown repeat problems with that. For example, um, you know, making sure that if you are in a relationship and you are, maybe you weren't as good at communicating, but that's something that you're really working with. The one time that they don't communicate something to you, you're not going to jump all over them. You're going to say, hey, you forgot to communicate that with me. Let's continue to, to try better. Like, you know, how can I help you to remember, oh, you need to let me know that you made plans for the in-laws to come over not two minutes before they come over but you know like two days before (laughs) they come over (laughs) because communication is important an important piece and a lot of times that's what is the failure to a lot of relationships is that lack of communication and I think I think you also have to remember that not all relationships are healthy and so you have to decide also that you know there are there comes a point where you have to realize that that person might not be it's not going to change so you're going to have to let it go so so that just so that for your own health sometimes it's just I don't know um, I remembered another thing um, I was thinking about it through myself so like not keeping your past or your past relationships as a model for your current relationship so just because of you know the person in your life in your past before did something to you doesn't mean that your current relationship is going to do the same thing to you or have that negative thought that oh well they're going to do that anyway that all men uh, cheat or or whatever it may be or all men are abusive because you have to let that go let it be like we talked about in episode 21 let that be so that you can find happiness in your newfound love Mm-hmm. And so you're not afraid to communicate with that person of how you truly feel. One thing that we kind of, I don't know, ironically omitted from from this topic is humor. I think humor in in relationships and conversations is really important because if you just have communication that's always like, oh, how was the weather today? <laughs> the weather was good. Well, what that's are you not doing really tomorrow? communication. Well, that's not really communication. <laughs> I know. But you, having that. You talked about that, how you're like, so what, what was the conversation like? Was it just like, what? is the weather because I really hate that. Yeah. You've actually said that. that I do. I do. And 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 I think that I hate small talk. Small talk, which is so funny that you know we (laughs) that's what we're doing right now. But but I do hate small talk because small talk to me is so impersonal. 
Right. And if you are diving into more depth of conversation, then you are going to have a better idea of whether you can trust, like Mm -hmm. we talked about in episode six. You can have a better option of knowing that, okay, this person's working on themselves. Yeah, they have some past, but their past is not who they are today. And we can talk about how their traumas are affecting that, that the current relationship and working through those traumas. But if you are constantly holding things against them because of their past, you're not moving forward. And so I think that's where Mm -hmm. it comes through. And you also with the humor piece you have to have humor so that it's not just serious in-depth like five hour long conversations about your past relationships (laughs) and the history of (laughs) love and all of that it has to be humored so that you can feel that joy and that happiness along with it and if you think back to your relationships with anyone your most fondest memories are with the ones when you had extreme amount of fun where you laughed to tell you point where you were crying or you know maybe even a little bit of uh, accident in your <laughs> pants because you're laughing so hard you peed yourself is that what you're saying you peed yourself well <laughs> you do and you better clean it up we we not uh, for many years okay okay, okay. Not for we haven't years. laughed that hard we haven't laughed that hard so i guess i guess you're not as close <laughs> to me as i thought you were but you know wow <laughs> so wow. we can tease each other then oh, right yeah. we can oh, tease yes. without being offensive I, I and i think that that's where it is is that healthy relationships rely on that humor that communication that general knowledge that the person you are with has the best interest for you at Mm -hmm. play. They're not going to intentionally say something or do something that's going to be harmful to you. Where it is tricky is when that past trauma of relationships from the past comes up and sneaks up because pardon my language but it's a sneaky bitch and it does come up you have to realize who that person is you're with and realize that what they said was not intended in the way that they've heard in the past Mm -hmm. because if they hear it and it's triggering to the past that's still a trauma thing that we need to heal and we need to work through but it's also important that's when the communication comes into play for that other person to say what you just said triggered me in this way this is what happened in my past relationship Mm -hmm. i don't think it's important to talk about past relationships all that much in a healthy relationship except for when the healthy relationship has comments or things that happen that remind them of an unhealthy relationship Mm -hmm. when that happens you have to use your assertive voice which we talked about in episode 18 that says i'm not okay with the way this feels for me we need to change it because it's not good i no longer feel that this is a healthy relationship and i think that's communication with all of our relationships because my son did something that triggered me from a past relationship and I I had a reaction to what he did that was like far beyond what it, how I should have reacted and then he was like what what that's not what I meant mom you know and I was like oh okay I see what I just did see and so then I had to explain to him okay so that reminded me of when this happened he's like that is not what I meant to do mom and that's not what I was saying and I was like okay but I just need you to know that that's what my trigger was and I'm sorry that I reacted that way and because your relationship is based off of trust mm-hmm. and, an, and a foundation of trust and communication you're able to repair that quickly yeah so that you know that wasn't my intention yes how can we see through loving eyes with positive intent so in order for us to see 
the best in people, we have to be able to see that in ourselves too. And to know that when they do something that triggers us to know, hey, they're they're doing, they're, they didn't mean to do that. That was not their intent. I remember having a friend that was not very popular with other people and people did not understand why that person was my friend. And I was like, because I see X, Y, and Z in this person. And they're like, I didn't know about that, that about that person. And so I feel like sometimes our our lenses get skewed with other people's opinion. And then it's really hard to see people with loving eyes because of that extra stuff that we're getting. And if I would have, if I would have listened to everyone else, I wouldn't have had such a great friendship with that person. But I, I chose to try to see it through a different light. And I had a wonderful relationship and to see them without judgment. Yes. Which is, I think what's important with when you go to use your assertive voice, when things don't feel right to you, mm-hmm. it's flipping that story prior to using your assertive voice so that you can see, okay, that probably was wasn't the intent. I know this person. That's not their heart. That's not their true being. Mm-hmm. But it also needs to be pointed out to them. I had this wonderful conversation with a friend um, when I was in Florida just recently, and about about that and how we, we you know we were talking about race and and the current state of the world with race, and we were talking about how if people just listened with a kind heart and listened in a way that said this is coming across with pure intention and if it felt like it wasn't pure intention saying that doesn't feel right to me i think this is what you mean this is how you could say it different and not just and i know that in that sense it was talking about race but i feel like that could be with anything that could be with any relationship that could be with with seeing somebody who who has a different view as you a a different sexual orientation as you something that is different religious beliefs political yeah. If we just listened with positive intent and we listened with that intent that it's not coming at me personally, it's coming in front of me, it's mm-hmm. it's happening in front of me, it's happening to where to to where we're listening to understand versus listening to respond. Um I think that that's that's kind of an old saying, but it's it's really important that in in healthy relationships you truly have that listening side of you and you're listening to say, "Oh, what I said hurt you." That wasn't my intent. This is what I meant by that. And if you still are hurting them by saying that, you need to say to them, okay, how you know my heart. How could I say this differently so that you also understand where I'm coming from from my side? Mm -hmm. Because if we have those big conversations in any kind of a relationship, we're going to be able to see with loving eyes that every person has that kind piece to them. But if we continually just shut down and shut down and shut down or tell them, that's rude, Mm -hmm. that's not okay, you can't say that to me, what we're saying is you don't get to talk, you don't get to have an opinion. Mm -hmm. And when we take away people's opinion, we take away their assertiveness and we take away their worthiness or their feeling of worthy. But we have to really focus on how can I help this person get their point across in a way that's not uh, causing hurtfulness to other people. And I think our tone has a lot to do with it too, because I, just speaking about my own children, I often am tired at the end of the day when I get home and I don't mean to sound the way I do. I could just be saying, you know, I like the smell of flowers, but I say it in a way that's hurtful <laughs> or that the tone doesn't come out right. So it's like, really? It doesn't sound like you like the smell of flowers, you know, something like that. So being mindful of your tone is really helpful when you're trying to maintain your healthy relationship too. taking that pause. We've talked a lot about pause and taking a deep breath and reflecting um, and 
And so I feel like that is also something we need to be aware of. How can you teach your children how to have healthy relationships? Hard because we're still working on it ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that's what they need to see. They need to see that it is a process. It's it's not something you just get and you do and it's like, woohoo, I'm done. You know, it's not a Cinderella story. No, it's not a Cinderella story. You know, you meet Prince Charming, you get married, and you live happily ever after. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, that only happens in the movies. (laughs) And and you know, life, 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 life experiences can't be solved in thirty minutes as well. So, I mean, it. (laughs) So I think that's what we need to teach. I mean, because so many of the things that they watch now, I mean. Well, just the movies in general are, you know, you meet someone and all the movies about getting to know them and then they, you know, they get married at the end and then they are happy, you know, but that's not what marriage is about. Or just any kind or of any relationship. relationship. Yeah. So how do you teach that, Josh? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you guys are spot on with the whole by showing and and, and it's important that ju- just with everything that we've said in you know, this is uh, episode 23 and 23 episodes at the root of everything is communication, seeing with positive intent and having the best interest at play for somebody else. You're going to mess it up. Relationships are hard. Relationships are extremely hard, especially when you have outside factors playing into that, whether that's kids, uh, kids of yours, whether that's uh, jobs, whether that's life in general, it is difficult. But in order to make a relationship continuing to be successful or work, it's showing that it's important to not give up. Now, I'm not saying that there's not times when a relationship needs to end. We've talked about that a lot throughout all of our our podcasts. Um, A couple of them, specifically episode 13, Change, Resisting Change, episode 14, Choices, making sure that you are feeling truly safe in all aspects of that word safe in a relationship is important. And if your safety ever comes into play, then obviously that's not a healthy relationship. But showing, showing kids that it takes work, you know, I I was very lucky growing up. My parents have a very healthy relationship, um, and I know they'll listen to this and be like, "Oh," but <laughs> but but they do. Yeah, they do. And, and I never, I, I never saw my parents fight. I never saw them say anything bad to each other or about each other. Um, I'm 29 years old, and I still have never heard or seen that. Um, you know, I always jokingly say like they set me up for failure with all of my future <laughs> relationships because nothing can be as perfect as their relationship. And that's not saying that they don't have fights or they have disagreements, conflict, conflict, but the way they handled it was in a way that was respectful of each other. And I think that that to me was what's important is that when you have that respect and that trust within each other, you find a way of of modeling it to kids so that kids see how they should react and how they respond in a relationship themselves. And so really, I've changed that story uh, going back to episode 22, Mental Models, um, upgrading that story of like, oh, my parents set me up for failure with every relationship I will ever have. They really, what they did was they made me picky. They made me picky in that I'm not going to settle for somebody who treats me like crap or who who treats me in a way that is less than them or uh, making me feel like I have to settle in a relationship because, well, you know, we we have this life together that we've created. And to me, it's worked in my favor at this point. Um, it's, it's worked in my, in my favor that I am choosing to be as picky as I can be um, because I, it's, it's worth it in the long run. My parents have been married for over 30 years and they have that healthy relationship that they have modeled to me for t- my entire life, for my sister's entire life. And so I 
I'm now able to go back and see that when you have that mutual respect of people, of each other, you're going to have disagreements, you're going to have arguments, but do it in a way that shows your kids how to respond to conflict and upset so that they can learn those skills for their future. And yes, they'll probably say, oh, my parents set me up for failure because I never saw them fight. (laughs) 29 years old, still say that. Trying to change it to, wait, no, they just helped me to realize what I want in a relationship when when that time came. What a truly healthy relationship is. How does empathy play a part in love and healthy relationships? Well, being able to realize that you're not the only one that has feelings in the relationship (laughs) is key. I'm not? Yeah. (laughs) Just kidding. Yeah, that there's someone else and that you have to realize that they have feelings too and you need to be supportive of that. Um, I think empathy is, is something that we should have in any kind of relationship really because that is, that's what's going to make it strong and you, for you to be able to communicate and to trust the other person. Relationships are an integral part of life. They may be relationships with peers, family, friends, or an intimate relationship. Each of these relationships require true, genuine connection, communication, and trust. Finding each of these pieces with an with another person can be challenging, but will allow for a positive shift in your mental health as you now have someone who you can confide in. This was JMJ Real Talk. Tune in next time for more on social-emotional health.